We're doing an audio test and talking audio test. How is the levels of this thing working? Audio test. Audio test with pop mic filter. Audio test with pop mic filter. <laughs> okay. Why is yours so sharp? Because I have my voice's sharper tones. It's like, hey, ho, hey. And yours are like, hi, audio test, audio test. What if I change my voice so sharp like yours and go sharp and sharp? Yeah, don't do that. Hi guys, welcome to the Beans Talk Podcast, where we talk about everything travel. Sharing first-hand travel advice and getting to the bottom of real-life experiences in the hopes to inspire you to get out there yourself. Comfy, you're relaxed. You're sitting all crooked. Okay. That's how it works. Yes, it does. I guess I should pull up the notes so we know what the fuck we're talking about. How about that? How about that? All right. So we are home, and we have a decent microphone. Back in Boise with her old in tools the cold. and yeah, mm-hmm. so we're gonna catch you up from where we left off, which was in Prague. In Prague. In Prague. We were inside of a Pog container. A Pog. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> like in Pog. In Pogs. We're in Prague. Yep. And so uh, we celebrated Valentine's Day in... Kinda. Well, yeah. It wasn't very Valentine-y. We spent the day with each other and we didn't get into any fights or arguments and had a good time spending... Make it sound like that's a rare occasion. <laughs> we actually didn't fight for one day out of the year. It was good. <laughs> no, We're it's... a great couple. Hey, shut your face. We are. I think it's just at the end of the trip, and I think with us being exhausted all the time, the stressors of traveling... The stressors? Stressors. Oh. Is that a word? Am I just making that up? I feel like that's... To be a stressor is something to cause stress upon you. Okay. So yeah, we had a lot of stressors at the time. It does sound stupid. Um, (laughs) so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I just feel like at that time we were kind of, you know, exhausted and just kind of done with it. So, but we did have a fun day on Valentine's. We went out to a good breakfast. Yep. I had kind of researched of somewhere that did a decent breakfast. So we went out and took a couple trains, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. The light rails. Or yeah, the light rails. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got like Eggs Benedict, just a really nice little place, good coffee. Although the coffee was weird. That's what I was just going to say. I was like, the coffee was hyped up, but it was kind of a letdown for me. It just... It wasn't my favorite. It wasn't bad, it was just different. Do you remember the name of the place? No. Okay. I well, could find it, but I don't remember. 
Sorry, we can't tell you where it is. It's a place in Prague that does food. And coffee. Very rare thing. Yeah, very rare. You could probably find it. Just put in Prague food. food. And it should be at the top. Just right there at the top. Their, um, their eggs benedict was awesome, though. It was. Why mm -hmm. was it? cappuccino weird I don't know. what did it taste like i remember it tasted different it did maybe they used uh like piss or something <laughs> maybe Sorry. they stirred it with a turd i don't know <laughs> oh right the little stirry stick was a piece of shit i forgot no but it what was the flavor do you remember i remember it had a certain flavor and oh it, yeah i forgot I don't know. Our brains are kind of like on defrost mode right now. It's, at least for me, I can say that. But the breakfast was good. Coffee was weird. <coughs> good start to the day, though. It was sunny out and nice. We went on a long walk to this lookout point that a lot of kids either skated around the top because there was like a big Why are we at concrete. the end of the day already? Was that the end of the day? Yeah, that was sunset. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm skipping ahead. Breakfast. And then back. at sunset, we were here. That was our day. <laughs> For some reason, I thought that was midday. But their, no. but their uh, sunset was pretty early because it's like winter and shit. I remember the sun was setting at like five or something like that. So the days were short because we also got up not the earliest at this point in time. We were still kind of adapting from the long flight from, and the hour change, so. Um, but we did, oh, yes, I found the really good burger place that we had gone to last time we were in Prague again. Letna Burger? Wasn't Letna it? Burger, yeah. yeah. And it was decently priced. And it was really good. I think it was brand new then still. It might have been. But it's still there, still really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So you could look that one up if you're in the area and you want a good, decent burger and fries. But yeah, from there, I guess we did do the walk to that lookout point. It was a short day. That's what I'm saying. Like we did a few things and that I was I mean, it. we did walk around the old town a bit, took some photos. We went by the castle, I think. This is all the same day? No, that's a different day. Okay. You're Never mind. You're blending we don't know. the days together. It's so easy to do. That they ended with the thing that I had said earlier, which was... With the exciting... The exciting lookout point. Mm. Where you got a headache, and we had to kind of Again. cut it short. Yeah. yeah. But you don't have them anymore, do you? No. Yeah. Not since getting back, I have not had one. Maybe you were just stressed the fuck out with, like, everything that was happening. Probably. I think it was. Lack of sleep, lack of food, lack of... Well, and you were putting your body through the fucking ringer with tattoo after tattoo. Oh, gosh. My mama loved to hear that. Well, you know what? That's what happened. So that lookout area was pretty nice, though. And you can see the whole city on the other side of the river, the old town, and then, like, all the different bridges. And I just remember the sunset was gorgeous, so... It was. Cool. Yeah. It was lined with a bunch of young kids. Mm -hmm. You could smell the weed, see the booze. Yeah. Skateboarders. Um, yeah, it's it's well known also as uh, just like a skating point. Mm. where, uh, Like during the summer, it's a good spot to just go chill and watch the kids skate. Yeah. 
I also recall it being pretty chilly when the sun would go down. Instantly. Yeah. yeah. Which me. is a similar thing to here, mm -hmm. where it can be a nice day, but as soon as the sun goes down, the temperature drops quickly. Yeah, significantly. So we kind of headed back after that. And yeah. There was one thing I noticed about Prague. There were a lot of babies out. Like, I don't know. What? Yeah. They're just walking on the street, you know, babies. No, I'm just what saying. What it sounded like. I know, I know it sounded like that. No, but... babies, it's like, I'm just going to go walk myself. It's like, beautiful... I'm a guy, I'm out, I'm about, I'm going to have some fun, I'm a baby. No, uh, I was just thinking that there were a lot of parents with babies out. And I'm like, well, it's pretty cold, you know, and they had them all bundled in strollers and stuff. But I just noticed there were a lot of fucking babies. A lot of people, you know. Doing it, having kids. What? Oh my god! <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, I'll stop. Um. <laughs> that day they just did it, had a kid, popped it out, took it for a walk. It all happened in one day. What are you talking about? Um, That's what you were talking about? No. Like a lot of people doing it, a lot of babies out. <laughs> I'm not what saying we're watching people doing it. I'm just saying people had babies, lots of them. We should move on. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, <laughs> one thing that was kind of funny about the hostel uh, that we recall is getting up for their breakfasts, which was like five euro or 135. What the fuck's their currency? <laughs> I'm getting it mixed up with Polish. Zlati. Were you about to say Zlati? I was about to say Zlati. It's not Zlati. It's not. It's Krona? Crowns. Crown? Hook. Something with a K. Or yeah. a C. It's, Do you know? It's Kroner, but I think they pronounce it Crowns. Really? I don't know. I don't know either. It's Anyways. Florent. Oh, I could look in my wallet. I still have some. Anyways. Anywho. Uh, Breakfast. It was alright. But it almost seemed like the eggs, and then they had little weenie things, and the bread and something else and they were so flavorless like i didn't even understand they had how beans little flavored it was crazy yeah they had like oh, yeah, scrambled beans. eggs yeah. these little like weenies sausages mm -hmm. beans and then bread but it almost looked like breadsticks like yeah, long like, like olive a... garden style breadsticks yeah. mm -hmm. and everything had no flavor <laughs> There was like none. I would I would take the bread, cut it in half, throw in some eggs, cut up the sausages, throw that on, and then cover it with beans. And it was still just like all that shit together had yeah. no flavor. It was yeah. so bland. Nothing. And I would still put it with like salt and pepper, and it was still just like. There's no flavor here. It was weird. Yeah. So you're just kind of putting flavorless substance in your body just to get you going. But it was exciting at first because you're like, oh, cool, they have eggs and, oh, mm -hmm. look, beans. And then oh. you put it all on, you're like, not, this I tastes eating? like nothing. Yeah, it's air. Yeah. I was making myself sandwiches towards the end. And I was making myself a little bit for later, too, which is kind of nice because I think even eating out, like, in the Old Town area was somewhat expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, compared to Asia where we had just come from. But it was relatively cheap, and it was all you could eat, so you mm -hmm. could get full. full. They had coffee, too. Cereals. Like OJ. 
So if they didn't have coffee, I probably wouldn't have done it. Well, yeah. There were a couple days where the grossest man alive would eat near us. God, do you want to bring that up? (laughs) No, I probably don't want to. This is a gross factor, so if you're eating something, maybe pause. Is it? It was disgusting. (laughs) I'm like, I can't remember. Maybe I blocked it out. I just remember he was gross. This round old gentleman. He was older. Yeah. He had one of those, like, alcoholic noses. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was yeah. all swole. This is going <laughs> to be hard to sound not judgy. But, yeah. No, this is, to, yeah. This is straight up judgment. It's just... <laughs> but it's true. But he he would not uh, chew without his mouth fully open and making the most noise that you could possibly hear anyone making while eating. So, it was a little uh, off-putting. And he sat right near us, and Carl was, like, trying to talk to me, and I was just trying, like, my whole head was tilted to one side, and I, both eyes were squinted, and I'm trying, like, my hardest not to listen to this dude eat. I didn't really notice at first. And then I looked over, and I saw him sneeze into his hand. Are you serious? And that he pulled his hand get. away, and there was a stream no! of drippy snot. See, like, I didn't know that. I didn't need to know that. It was like swamp oh. thing. <clears throat> it was disgusting. Sorry. And Sorry, I was like, people. oh, my God. And he uh, wiped. No. He, just stop. Just stop. Please. Okay. I'm gonna the guy up. was gross. He was gross. It was disgusting. That's all you need to know. Um... Yeah, so that was two of the days that we had breakfast. We had to kind of be in the same vicinity as this dude. There were a lot of kids that were staying in our hostel. and It's a big hostel with hundreds of beds. Yeah, so it's like the Kentucky tour buses, I swear. Which is why it was so cheap. Mm-hmm. Because I have a million beds to offer. Yeah, but, but it's also where the Kentucky buses go, where so it's just party kids. Yeah, so all the kids that were staying up late uh, were getting up late, and if you were to be in the breakfast hall any bit later than you know, like it all 10, show up for like the last thirty minutes. Yeah, and, and it just got loud. Swarm the the buffet. Oh my god! And you remember those chairs in there? Yeah. <laughs> any tiny movement, it was just like. Bah! Yeah, so if everybody came in and it's like all moving chairs, it's just like... You couldn't even talk. No, we had to wait until everybody was seated. But, yeah, so that was kind of fun. There was a guy in our hostel dorm room, too, who was a peach. He was your bunkmate. He was my bunkmate. He smelled like exotic spices and boxed wine. And terrible B.O. And very, yeah... Some body odor in there. Um, When the room was kind of changing and there were a couple people who left and their beds were already kind of cleared up, I decided, hey, I don't need to share a bunk with this guy anymore. And because it wasn't that they had assigned beds, it was that you go and pick a bed when you get in there. And so I was like, I'm going to just get off this bunk bed and go take one of those beds. So I wrapped up all my sheets that I had already been using and took them to a lower bed just right across from the bunk that I was on already. What I didn't realize was that when I did that, the guy underneath me's towel 
was hanging kind of precariously on one of the slats of the bunk bed and it had fallen to the ground. So as I'm trying to kind of move the dirty sheets from the new bed I was in to the old bed and then my sheets to the new bed, he goes, which one of you assholes knocked my towel down? <laughs> and I didn't think I like heard him right at first. I was like, oh, I thought he was saying that the guys that had left knocked his towel down and he was calling them assholes. I was like, oh, they did? And he's like, no, which one of no, you? No, you two. Yeah, Which you one two. of you assholes knocked my towel down? Yeah, and I'm like, what? Excuse me? And so I was like, oh, that might have been me. And he's like, well, pick it up. And I'm like, Jesus, like, who's this fucking guy? So I was just like, well, uh, you didn't have to be, I don't, I can't even remember what I said, but you got on him too, pretty quick. Yeah, I snapped at him too, because I, I heard him the first time, but I thought I didn't hear right, because yeah. I was like, oh, well, that's rude as fuck, no one would just say that out of the blue. Right? Like, hey, which one of you assholes knocked my towel down, because what if it wasn't one of us? Right? Yeah. And then... I was, yeah, waiting for him to repeat it, and then he repeated the same thing. I was yeah. like, he did say that. Yeah, what a yeah, fucking yeah. dick. Yeah. So I was like, hey, you don't got to be so fucking rude, guy. Yeah. Chill the fuck out. I was like, well, you could ask nicely if you wanted me to, you know. I was like, it's not a big deal. That's what I said. I was like, it's an accident. Sorry, dude. But. And then he said something else, yeah. and I was like, clearly you have issues, but it's not our fucking fault. Yeah. I liked that. that and then I called him, him a fucking douchebag, <laughs> and he didn't say anything else and turned That's around. And... Yeah. So this was like, I was like, oh, goody, now we got to deal with this motherfucker being all aggro towards us because he, you know, got his towel dropped. And it's not like he's very tidy at all. His entire bunk area was just fucking thrown apart. And he was, you know, drinking wine out of the box alone by himself every night. So I'm like, at first, like I had said before we got into the room, I was like, I kind of feel bad for him, you know, he seems kind of sad. And then he did that and I was like, okay, and my feelings of uh, sadness Change. are out the window. But it was, uh, yeah, it was just interesting having to deal with that for a second. And you were actually leaving right then and there. Yeah, I was on my way out. I was getting mm -hmm. all fired up, too, because I was just sick of hostile people anyway and yeah. them being fucking rude because my bunkmate was just a sloppy fucking <laughs> chick who <laughs> took up the entire floor with, like, her bag just exploded with clothes and shoes. And it was crazy. I had no room to put anything. I've it never seen anything so like that. so extreme I took yeah. a photo and a video. Did you? Because I was like... What a goddamn slob. It like, was I bad. Barely had room to get up to my fucking bunk. Well, and she would uh, clean her clothes for, I don't know how she did it, if it was in I the sink or if it was the washer. all her, like, Everything. socks and whatever. But all the heaters in the room, she would just place them over. Just layered with her stinky-ass clothes. <laughs> so it just did not help the room like, oh, with that's any lovely. smell. How long are you here? Fuck. And I can't even remember what she was spraying or using some toxic fucking chemical the last night where I, it was making my head hurt. And so I opened all the windows that I could and it's cold outside, but I'm like, I'm not going to sniff this all night. So I had to sleep with a, like a something over my face. Yeah. I don't know what it was. That was one of the worst smells I think I've ever smelled. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, pain. yeah, with just that situation and then just, yeah, being sick of that sort of 
shit in hostels with yeah. disrespectful, stupid young people who are just mm-hmm. obnoxious. I, yeah. <laughs> Can you tell we had had, had it? no patience and lash back at this yeah. motherfucker who's just like, which one of you assholes dropped my towel? Yeah. But then it's like, I don't know. I was like, okay, stop stirring the pot because you seemed like you were pretty pissed and you kept going after I him. was. I was, I was like, like, fuck stop this it. guy. I know, but you were leaving and I was staying. I was like, okay, I have to deal with him. You're well, leaving. That's what I was saying. I was like, yeah. if there's, a, you know, if this continues, I was mm-hmm. like, ask to leave the room. Yeah. If there's an aggressive, you know, yeah. elephant in the room, then mm-hmm. tell the people at the front desk and ask to switch rooms. Fuck this guy. An aggressive elephant in the room? Like, you know, when it's like know. after that, then it's just quiet and awkward. And well, I don't care about the quiet and awkward as much, but I just didn't want him to like go after me, you know? Be yeah. like, Rah! your boyfriend's not here. I'm going to yell at you. Yeah. I was like, okay. But yeah, so you left. Where'd you go? Yeah, so I caught the light rail and actually two light rails to the airport again and caught a flight to Paris. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. Left whip behind and went to a different country. Mm-hmm. Such an ordeal getting into where I was going. Take a flight, get to Paris, and then take a bus. Or no, it wasn't a bus, it was a train. And it took an hour. Story straight. I know. It was so much that happened in the last bit. I know. You were shoving a whole bunch of shit in it. All this shit. But yeah, I got to Charles de Gaulle Airport, took the train into the city, um, which took about, that was like 45, 50 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then walked 30 minutes to my hostel. Another party hostel. Whoop whoop party. So I got checked in. Uh, Basically, this was for a tattoo appointment. Surprise. There was a Mondial tattoo convention in Paris. It was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I got there Friday, had an appointment for Saturday, and was flying back to Prague on Sunday. What's a Mondial? It's just the name of the tattoo oh, convention okay. that's in Paris mm. annually. Mm. So, yeah, um, since we'd been in Prague, they had their own currency, and that was our first stop from Asia. But uh, since my appointment was in Paris, it's in Euro, so I needed to find uh, an ATM that would, you know, give me Euros to pay for the tattoo. Luckily, I had some euros left over that I was willing to give you. Yeah, so, so you, you spotted could... me like 200-something. And so I went, uh, the, I actually got the hostel. It had decent reviews, and it was in a convenient location because it was next to the train stop, as well as a 15-minute walk from where the tattoo convention was being held. So I found where it was, tried to get tickets, but they were like, oh, we can't give you tickets for the next day. You have to get them the day of. And I was like, what, really? So at this point, yeah, just an ordeal, going around town trying to find an ATM that worked, none that worked. So uh, yeah, so I ended up just getting some food because at this point I hadn't eaten in a while. Went back to my hostel, asked if they knew where there was an ATM. It just never worked out. Uh, Then after that, I was trying to get some sleep um, because we'd been going to bed kind of early anyway. Um, I think just from the transition of being in Asia and on Asia time. Um, we were in bed earlier and up earlier and I noticed in my bunk, uh, in the room that I'd been assigned, 
and the bunk had been assigned. Inside the bunk, which was against the wall, was a, one of those like radiator heater things. We don't have them in the states, real. I mean, I guess maybe the older houses do, but they're everywhere. Maybe in maybe on like the east coast or something. Yeah, it's like radiator. They're like water radiator heaters. Yeah. And they like hang out just on the wall. Yeah. And yeah. It looks like a big car radiator. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And so you had one in your bunk. It was literally <laughs> inside the bunk. That's My crazy. mattress was touching it. That's crazy. And it was on like full blast. And when I got there, uh, I walked in the room. I was like, "Whoa, it's pretty warm in here." Mm-hmm. And then I got to my bunk, and I was like, wow, that's on high. Yeah. So I turned it off. I didn't even turn it low. I just turned it off. Yeah. And then and that's when I had gone around and tried to get, you know, all the shit done that I was trying to get done before the tattoo day. And so I'd gotten back, and at this point, it had been like five hours. Mm-hmm. And it had been off. And it was still hot um, as fuck. Yeah. And I was like, I can't sleep like this. So yeah. I tried bundling up my blanket against it and i hung my towel down to try to create like a curtain or like a buffer from the heat and then just laying in there i was like this is there's no way and that's not what you want like right after getting a tattoo yeah well right before too like i was like i need to get some sleep oh yeah to go in sleep deprived Mm -hmm. uh is no good no so i went downstairs and asked to switch rooms and this one fucking douchebag guy I was explaining, I was like, yeah, the heater's, uh, you know, super hot, and it's in my bunk. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, oh, yeah, you just turn it off. It might take a while to cool down. I was like, yeah, I, I turned it off five hours ago. It's still hot. Yeah. And the guy was like, oh, there's nothing we can do. I'm just like, yeah, sorry, go fuck yourself. And I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah. And then this other super nice lady, who was the one that helped me earlier and told me where the ATMs are, she was like, what room are you in? And was super friendly. You know, it gave me a different bunk and a different room, and I went in there and switched, and it was nice and dark, because also in the room, there was a group of these Brazilian kids that were just, like, obnoxious young kids walking around with their shirts off, like, puffing out their chest and thinking they're the funniest thing in the world, cracking jokes and being fucking stupid kids, and I was just like, god damn it. We sound so old and crotchety. But... <laughs> I'm watching this happen, and I'm just like, you kids suck. Like, (laughs) the insecurity was, and the ego was maxed out. Mm -hmm. It's like, god damn it. So I had switched to the different room, which was already dark. It was nice and cool. That's good. So, yeah, I got all situated in there and basically crashed out. And Yeah, it was much better. I was super grateful for that super friendly lady. Yeah, that's nice. And then also, I was given a free card for free breakfast for one day for your stay. And I was like, well, I, that's going to be the next day, you know, before the convention. Because the following morning, I had to get up super early to leave. And so, yeah, that's what I did. I got up early. Um, I had the breakfast, which was also like a buffet, but it was decent. They had toast and coffee and cereal and eggs and stuff. So I filled up pretty hardcore, and then I still had a couple hours before I had to be there because the convention opened at noon. No, 11 or noon. <laughs> I don't think it matters. No. People listening are like, no, noon. No, it's it noon, was 11, you, you fucking ass. So, um, yeah, so I just filled up, and then I had some hours to kill, so I just kind of walked around. Stretched my legs because I knew I was going to be in a chair all day. It was a pretty brisk morning, uh, a little frosty, but it felt good. The air was nice, although, you know, it's 
big city Paris, and there was, you know, you pass through areas where it's like, oh, it smells like piss. Oh, yeah. Paris smells like piss a lot of places. Yeah, it smells like It's nice, though. It's like sometimes you're walking through nicer areas, and it's clean. The streets are clean, but yeah. it just still smells like piss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah I mean, depending cities. on where you're at or if you're yeah. in a big park. and True. Um, there was people with this little canal area that were, you know, doing their morning rows uh, in those kayak things. Morning rows. Morning rows. Uh, yeah. So, and then I went back, took a shower, and then headed to the convention. Finally got in, got to my area with uh, my tattoo artist. Who was that? It was Teresa Sharp. And I was super excited and all starstruck and it's like, oh my God. He said several times that he was going to propose to this woman before he left. Yeah. And that if he were to ever leave me, it would be for her. <laughs> if I didn't come back, that's what I was doing. Yeah. So no threat but or anything. Not seriously, but, um, but yeah, so it was serious. cool meeting her. She's super sweet. Um, yeah, it was like a seven hour tattoo. Mm-hmm. Well, you've been following her work for a long time now, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, a long time. Yeah. And I was super pleased with it. I was a little nervous at first because I kind of gave this idea via email of what I wanted. And I was responded with whoever handles the email saying, yes, yeah, she'd like to do it. But she does the drawing usually the day of. She never sends it out ahead of time. So it's kind of like uh, you, you won't know what it'll look like until the day of and whatever she draws. It's like, that's what you're going to get. Well, didn't you get picked out of, like, a bunch of people who also threw in ideas? Yeah. For... So how'd that work? Like, did was it through Instagram or was it through... No, it was through her email. Oh, through email? Yeah. Okay. So I just sent an email and I got responded like she picked my idea because she liked it. And... and how many, like, people follow her on Instagram? Uh, it's like close to 400,000 people. So, yeah. So I don't know how many emails she actually got. But... Because she's based in the yeah. States, but she's in Paris, so... Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's quite cool that you were Yeah, picked. I felt pretty lucky. Um, mm -hmm. So it was an opportunity I felt I had to take advantage of with being picked. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, the whole day, you know, she was just there by herself. There was other people, you know, wanting prints or uh, she was also selling like socks and people just wanting to say hi and I love your work. You know, people, other people that were starstruck. Yeah pretty much all day thing by the end of it i was pretty beat but it was really nice meeting her yeah she's super sweet really mm -hmm. nice person and i left went back to the hostel there's people partying again i was like this is cool sweet i probably won't sleep much and i basically just got my shit ready because i had an early morning i had to catch like my flight was at 6 50 in the morning yeah ew sick yeah i know well, that's why you were there so early when you got back. Yeah. Yeah, I arrived in Prague before noon. So I had to get up at like 4. Or no, I got up at 3.30. I was going to say, that's even earlier than that, right? I got up at 3.30 to get my shit together, to walk to the train station, to catch the very first train when they open. Mm -hmm. And so when I got up and I left at like 3.50... There's still a DJ downstairs, like, playing music with a bunch of drunken children in this room, dancing and... Fun. So, yeah, I left. It's obviously still dark out uh, through the hordes of drunk children and mm -hmm. very glad to leave this hostel. Yeah, when you say drunk children, I was thinking, like, seven or eight-year-olds. They're all like, yeah, woo! 
I'm fucking tanning I'm drugs. I'm I'm wasted. No, it's just clearly, uh, you know, you hear the conversation and yeah. see how they act, and you're like, just the insecurity is very apparent, as is their ability to handle alcohol. We've all been there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who am I to judge? I was there, too. Yeah, true. So, yeah, I walked to the train station. It was still closed, which is, you know, a train station at 4.30 in the morning in Paris, in the middle of Paris. It doesn't attract the best crowd. So, it's you know, people sleeping around. There's, you know, trails of piss everywhere and vomit. And, Ew. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but Yeah, it's else. big city shit. So I was waiting for the, the um, train station to open. I finally did. Uh, I had to catch this train, too, in order to make my flight because it was pretty uh, tight as far as syncing up the times to get mm-hmm. there. So uh, this other girl who had this huge pack, she was clearly going to the airport also. Mm-hmm. So we went down to where it was supposed to be, um, the train that goes to Charles de Gaulle. And all the screens on the one platform were all in French and saying something opposite of what the other screens are, which are like, the train's running this time and heading here. And it had like a disclaimer sort of message, but I couldn't read it because it was just in French. I was like, hey, do you speak French? Do you know what this says? She's like, no, I don't know. The next... Like, three people came down. There was, like, a couple and then a single guy. I was like, do any of you guys speak French? Do you know what this says? They said no. And finally, this lady came down. She was like, oh, yeah, switch platforms. Anyway, a whole ordeal. Big thing. Find the right platform. Take the train <clears throat> to the airport. The logistics, you know, getting to Terminal 2, to Terminal 2A, to walking in, to getting checked in. Uh, finally catch my flight. Airports are fun. Jesus Christ, it's such an ordeal of just traveling. Take the train. Trains are awesome. Um, but they're expensive, usually. Yeah, finally get to Prague. Then it's the two light rails that get you into Prague City and then walking back to the hostel. So, I mean, it was a full-on morning already, and it was, you know, I'd arrived before noon. Yeah. And I see Wit, uh, you know, in the lobby area drinking a coffee. So let's travel back in time. To where Carl leaves me, and I'm sitting in the dorm room, and in this weird kind of awkward uh, stance with this fucking spice wine guy. And so he had kind of been like doing his thing and standing off in his own little area and moping about. And so I kind of create this little barricade or barrier so I don't have to like look at him or deal with him and his, you know, mean glares and such. So I have my towel put up and then I have other pieces of clothing kind of put up to where it's almost like a little curtain across my bunk because I had the bottom bunk now, which was nice. Um, I edit our podcast. I kind of just hang out and chill, do other research uh, you know, go out and kind of get myself some snacks, and, uh, I think I had grabbed a kebab down the road, which was pretty good, and, but the the weird thing was, is that, uh, so this guy, the spice wine guy, had left his bunk kind of midday after they had done, like, all the cleaning and all that, and so I see that his bunk is gone, and I think it was when I had gotten back to the room at some point, and I was like, oh, good, he left, yes, but he didn't leave. He just moved bunks. But he he left his bunk dirty. 
and then took a clean bunk. And I'm going, well, that kind of doesn't make a whole lot of sense, seeing as, uh, you know, they'll probably reserve these beds for people. The people will come in. Um, his bunk will be one of the open beds, and someone obviously isn't going to go for it because it's dirty. And so I think it was pretty late at night. It was actually probably close to 1.30 in the morning that maybe four or five people and young young guys, I think, come in and they start, you know, picking bunks. And I'm going, okay, well, this sucks that they're checking in at 1.30. They're not being quiet by any means. So they're just kind of, you know, throwing their shit around, rustling the bunks. The one that took the bunk uh, above me was jostling the whole entire thing, like, while he was settling in. There was someone who took Carl's bunk because he wasn't there. And I'm, like, thinking to myself, do I go tell him? But I can overhear them, and I can hear, obviously, that they're not speaking English, so I don't know how much English they speak. Do I even go try to tell them to get out of his bunk, or do I just fucking leave it? And I'm assuming that, you know, you had taken all your shit with you and not left. But like... it's still labeled, because they gave but, you yeah. these little tickets that mm -hmm. you would slide into each bunk to have yeah. your name and when you check out. Yeah. And my ticket was still there, mm -hmm. like, it's taken. Yeah, but it's also... And it wasn't like the blankets were folded up like it was a brand new bunk. No, like... but it's also one thirty in the morning. I was asleep oh, really? and gotten woken up, so how much do I really want to be involved with it when I can obviously just the next day say, hey... Yeah, not at all. You know, so I'm like, uh, I'm not going to fucking deal with it. So they're loud, and they're talking at, like, almost normal volume, and laughing and giggling, and, you know, I can obviously tell that they're kind of a little drunk. And so I'm like, oh, this is fun, neat, can't sleep very well. Um, Have we mentioned we love hostels? Oh, we love them so much. I wish I lived in one. So, the next morning I get up, I go to the front desk, and I tell them, hey... Is there any chance that I can get my boyfriend's bunk made up? Or this empty bunk that this, you know, spice wine guy had moved from made up and then given to my boyfriend because he's not here, but we're still paying for the two nights that, you know, he's not here. And so they were like, yeah, no problem. Don't even mention it. So I'm like, okay, great. I go up there. I start, you know, kind of getting ready for my day. The cleaning ladies come in, and I had told them, I was like, hey, you know, this, this is one of the bunks that needs to be cleaned, because I, you know, I had assumed that that was probably the front desk person had already told them. But the lady looks at me just with this, like, devil glare, and just like, what the fuck are you looking at me for? And I'm thinking, oh, shit, okay, well, maybe I'll just talk to the guy again if he, you know, comes or if, you know, I can go down there or whatever. So I just kind of let it go, let it roll off my back. But the thing was is that he, the guy that I had talked to at the front desk, came back up and he goes to the guys that were sleeping who came in at 1.30. He's going, what's your reservation name? And they couldn't tell him one. So four guys, or five guys, came in um, on probably one person's reservation name and just stole four or five bunks. And 
I was like, really neat. And I had asked the guy, I was like, so did you, do you guys get this a lot? And he says, yeah, it's kind of hard to, you know, with one person behind the desk that late at night to keep track of everybody who has beds. So they kicked him out and I had then realized why that lady was so pissed off. And I was like, okay, it's not, doesn't have anything to do with me. So I just, uh, you know, waited until they cleaned that bunk and told um, them that I needed a little slip to put Carl's name in it. But the thing was is that I had also told them that the one guy had moved bunks because I'm like, well, this guy's an asshole and he took a clean bunk. So the guy get, went over to him and clearly said, hey, man, if you want new sheets, let us know. Don't just take a clean bunk. That's not cool. And he just starts throwing me and Carl under the bus. And he goes, well, I'm just taking after what they did. And I, you know, I saw them both move. So I was, I thought that was cool. And I'm just going, are you fucking kidding me? Like, one. Someone stole my bunk. Yeah, one. Someone stole Carl's bunk, but he didn't even know that. He was just saying that we both moved. Yeah, I wasn't even there. I moved bunks, clearly, but he didn't know that maybe I took my dirty sheets with me and just changed the dirty sheets. I'm not taking a clean bed. It was already dirty. And so I'm, you know, I'm going, okay, just let him try to narc us out, but you know, we didn't do anything wrong. So I just went and talked to the guy afterwards and I was like, hey dude, I'm not some hypocrite that just, you know, goes and is like, he moved bunks, but I did the same fucking thing. I was like, I moved to a dirty bunk. I totally moved bunks. I didn't want to be above him. He was hostile towards us after the towel dropped and, you know, I'm not going to share a bunk with someone like that. And he's like, yeah, we've had complaints about him. He's not going to be invited back if he tries to book again. I was like, okay, cool. Thanks. And so it was all good and gravy and then you know that was kind of there wasn't a whole lot that i had done within the two or day and a half or two days that carl had been gone so i had a pretty full on two days yeah you did a lot more uh had happened to you than me so yeah uh, but that was just kind of some of the drama that was you know going on with the spice wine guy so ouch don't i know i just didn't mean to but i stubbed my toe I hurt my toe. Fuck your little toe. Fuck your little toe. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I think that that day we kind of had done a little, because I had planned doing like a little walkabout. I wasn't sure how up for it you were going to be. I was loopy. You were loopy and tired Because and I didn't sleep well because of my party hostel place uh, after I had gotten a tattoo. You know, people were coming in at like, two and three in the morning and shaking the bunks and I was like fuck you know I gotta get up mm -hmm. I was already up past midnight as it was yeah and um so I had arrived pretty delirious yeah but we had this day planned I was like oh well it's a nice day out so I'll go with her yeah it was a nice walk through the park. it was a clear nice clear day. day it was pretty chilly though it was but I liked definitely it definitely a bundled up day yeah but then up to the castle, and then down from the castle, we had uh, walked kind of into the city to this kebab place that I uh, I was hungry. Researched, yeah. Because at this point, I hadn't eaten anything since that breakfast before the tattoo. 
What? Yeah. Are you kidding me? No. Why didn't you eat at all during the day after you got on the tattoo? Well, by the time I was done with the tattoo, so I did a lap around the convention because there was a lot of really talented people I wanted to see. I was thinking that you actually like ran a lap. Yeah, I ran I'm a like, lap you are fucking crazy. Around the border of Paris. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I went through because I wanted to, you know, see and maybe get some prints. Mm -hmm. uh, see all these other people that were going to be there that, you know. Yeah. I just wanted to meet, maybe get a print, maybe get a card, whatever. And so then I left, but then I was so tired and burnt out that I was yeah. just like, I just want to crash. Especially because I had to get up so early. Like, I already had to, by the time I left, I was like, I got to get up in seven hours. But even, like, at the airport or on the plane, like, nothing? You just didn't want to get anything? No, I lied. What? Oh, you ate. I got a sandwich in the morning. <laughs> I got a sandwich and a coffee at the airport coming back to Prague. Liar. But it was super small. Yeah. Basically. That you was... got something. But yeah, so we ate the kebabs and then you were pretty I much. I was starving. Yeah, but you were done. You were like, eh, I'm going to go back inside. I started getting a headache again, which is oh, awesome. Those good old headaches. Fuck, man. Those were draining me. Yeah. Probably all the stressors. All the stressors. Yeah, but so I just wanted to stay out and keep walking around, which was pretty Whit cool. kind of had this, like, mapped out itinerary where mm -hmm. she wanted to go and take photos. Yeah. And she showed me ahead of time, and I was like, yeah, that sounds good. I don't know if I can make it the whole day, but mm -hmm. I'll go for part of it. Yeah. So after we ended this kebab place, I headed back. Yeah. And I was actually nodding off, like, four times on the train. Really? On the light rail. Yeah. Cause I could feel, you know, that like weightlessness, like, mm, yeah. and then you catch yourself. They kind of rock falling. you to sleep too, almost. Yeah. Yeah. And by the you time you see a lot of people falling asleep on some, some yeah. and shit. Yeah, there was a kid yeah. sleeping on the way uh, on the light rail from the airport back into Par or into Prague. Mm. So yeah. I went back and I I napped. Yeah. I like went straight to my bunk and just like tried crashing for a little bit. So I stayed out and I walked around a bit. I uh, was trying this thing where you can kind of get yourself off of the tourist trails by uh, kind of darting into these little like alleys or laneways. It's kind of cool. They, you know, if you're stuck in this crowd and this herd of, you know, cattle like tourists, you're, you want to get away from it the best you can because you can't really walk. So... I, I think I had seen, like, on a YouTube video, somebody mention, hey, you know, there are tons of these little, like, alleyways that you can just, like, you know, jump into, and they pop you out on another street. So I did that several times, and it was pretty cool just seeing, you know, all these little kind of secret passage-like ways that you can get around the city and avoid the crowds, because there's literally no tourists in those, because they're afraid that it's, like, somebody's you know, courtyard or someone's house or, because they look like you are walking into someone's, like, living space, but it's free for the public public to walk through, and, uh, yeah, that's kind of how I got around the city, which was kind of cool. Nice. Um, I did find a really cool, like, authentic little tea house, like, tucked away in one of those, which was really neat, and we wanted to go back to it, but we didn't end up going back but it's like this little um I want to say it's like this little <laughs> I can't think of a word we're just hitting an hour almost and my brain's starting to slowly slip away 
Um, but yeah, it was like this little tea culture that was hidden and nice. <laughs> Cool. Shut up. I can say that for so much of what you say, too. But anywho, I was... It's hard to, like, recall all the things that happened when it was weeks ago, and so much has happened in between. Since then. For since sure. then. And yeah. to get it in all, you know, the same order. And detail and all that yeah. crap. I remember getting back from Paris into Prague and seeing you at that place and just, like, you know ranting off about everything that had happened yeah and it was a breeze even for how tired i was i was just like and then this happened then blah 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 and and i was like watching my clock because i'm like i had a whole day planned and you just took up like took two up, like, hours an hour. i'm like okay let's go yeah and now i'm like well wait wait what was it what happened this happened i should have just recorded that we should have but here we are here we are anyway Anywho, that walk around town was really cool. I did find some cool little hidden nooks and crannies that I, you know, wouldn't have otherwise if I was just, uh... Because it's funny, like, walking around as a couple, you kind of try to, you know, oh, where do you want to go? Oh, I don't know, where do you want to go? And we're kind of like the, I don't know what you want to do, the vultures on Dumbo. Even down to, like, crossing the street... <laughs> We got in fights about this. It's ridiculous. No. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. I, yeah, I totally tapped out the uh, levels. But we crossing the street is hard with you. Can I just say? Because I'll it, see like a break and I'll be like, oh, wait, we should go. And then I'll turn and be like, oh, wait, no, there's a car. And, and the I, middle be in I'll the be halfway in the road. And I'm almost getting hit by a car that he didn't see. But he launched me out into the street like thinking it was good. And I'm not thinking oh, you know, hold on. I'm thinking, go, because there's fucking cars coming. So I'm looking at traffic, and he goes, oh, no, wait. And I'm halfway in the road. I didn't hear him say, oh, no, wait, because I'm not paying attention to you at that point. So I'm just like, why are you, you know, forcing it's me to... It's so stressful. Because it's in a big city, so there's traffic everywhere, and when you see a break, you yeah. want to go for it. But then, oh, wait, the car came around the corner, and you got to stop. But or then... there's this. How about you just walk the 20 feet to the crosswalk and you just wait there for the I'm light to not turn patient like that i know i I'm, noticed when i was in paris by myself it was so much easier to just get around and it's, do what i wanted and have to worry about myself and that's yeah than with the other person there it's just me walking around prague i can walk you know i can cross whatever street at whatever time you can jaywalk all the fucking live long day but when you're with one other person you have to watch out and think about that other person. So yeah. we did get in fights about this, if you can't tell. <laughs> yeah. Um, no! I'm like, no! But yeah, so... But that happened in London when we got there. It happened that a lot. Imp- yes, it did happen a lot. Cause it happened in Bangkok. took me out into traffic a lot. Well, when I didn't get rid of you somewhere. Yeah, right? I feel like it's a sabotage just waiting to happen. You're like, all right, let's go. <laughs> oh, no, wait. Hold on. There's a car. Oops. Oh, you didn't oh, hear me? Oh. You didn't get hit. Damn it. Let's try again later. Yeah, so. No, it just ended up that we were like, all right, we just have to be the Boy Scouts and follow all the traffic rules and just when wait. When you're with another wait. person. And go slow. You kind of do. And you wait.
Except when you're in Hanoi and it's all just fucking balls out craziness. Yeah, then it's like, then I'll just see go. you there. Just, you know, you got to look out for yourself. Right. And it's hard, too, because I have a quicker pace than you. So a lot of it... <laughs> don't even... On a normal day, if we're walking on the streets, I just walk faster. So if you're leading us somewhere and I'm like, I have to definitely slow my pace down so I'm behind you and following... But if I start walking my own pace, I'm like ahead of you. And you're like, wait, it's over here. Or wait, it's over here. I'm like, damn it. Okay. That's something I have to do. Unless I have a tattoo and I'm carrying two bags on one shoulder. Then you go increasingly slow. Me? I know. That was part of what. Oh, was that what it was? Because I was like, can we just not go slow? Because this is really heavy on my shoulder. Oh, yeah. And you were like. I was trying to find this place. It was before. We knew where we were going. I was like... I was also sick, suffering from, like, fucking asthma-induced wheezing. And I'm like... (laughs) I'm trying to walk, and you're like, can we go faster? I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, you did go faster once you got upset. Then you picked up Yeah, I was like, yeah, let me get the fuck away from you. (laughs) Let me rip this bag off your shoulder and try to disappear and lose you. (laughs) I just needed a break. You know... Yeah, so we had fun, a lot of fun trying to get home, and uh, yeah, but yeah, that was the day that we left Prague. We got into a big old fight, and it was just because both of us were losing patience with each other. We were tired, yeah. just again, hostile Done shit, with it. sick of it all, mm-hmm. over it, wanted to be back. Yep, oh, yeah, so... One of the things with Prague, which is actually kind of cool, is that the subways and the light rail systems are pretty cheap to get around on. Because if you buy yourself a either 30-minute pass or a 90-minute pass, it's around a dollar, maybe two at the most, and you can not validate it. You can kind of trick the system here. So you can... Wink, wink. Yeah, wink, wink. Don't tell anybody, uh, but do it yourself if you can. But, yeah, you can kind of not validate the card and just play the dumb tourist. Uh, like, oh, I bought a ticket. I didn't know oh, you had to know you do had anything to validate. else. And so you can just literally use that one ticket that you bought for the entire time that you're there. And if you don't have anybody come up and check a ticket, then you can just ride the rails for free. shouldn't do it, but you, shouldn't do you it, can do it. But you can touch. Um, yeah, I would say that the time in Prague went by pretty fast, and... Uh, when we were heading to London on the train, or on the bus that we were taking. Our bus was at like 6 at night, wasn't six it? 6 at night. It was an overnight bus to London that was going to be 18 hours. And we have a big old blowout fight right before. Mm-hmm. But kind of work things out before we get onto the bus. Kind of. Kind of. Um... And then when we get on the bus, well, actually, we get up to the bus, and I'm showing him my ticket, and it's like, he goes, hey, no, this is for March. And I'm like, fuck you, it's for March. Because it's February. It's It's February. It's like the 18th. Yeah. And so I run my ass, and this is like 10 minutes before we have to board, or before we have to leave. bus is going to take off. It's going to take off, yeah. And And so I run my ass to the front desk of the bus station, and I'm going, hey, we're having an issue with this ticket. Uh, Can you please, you know, find my ticket and print it off for me? 
And so she finds the ticket. I think it was just their error because I did book the ticket for that day. I knew specifically because there was one that I had booked accidentally for March. And I was like, fuck. So I had to cancel that one. That's when I was like, did you cancel the right one? And I did. And I know I did because I like double, triple, quadruple checked it. And so I'm like, this is not right. And so I go to that lady and she gives me the right ticket. So I'm like, it's your fucking fault, baby. But anyways, we get on the bus, which is good. However, shortly after we start going, I hear one of the workers. <coughs> no, it was more disgusting. Yeah, it was loud. really gross. I can't make it really gross right now because I don't have my phlegm anymore. But he was sick as fuck. And so I had ordered a tea from him before I had even known that he was sick and coughing up a storm. Well, he was just walking through, kind of like they do on the flight attendants. Yeah, on he's like flights, a flight attendant. Yeah, asking, can I get you anything to drink? A tea, mm -hmm. a coffee? Can I do that? And I was like, oh yeah, tea sounds good. Yeah. So I have a tea, and then maybe not even two, three hours into the bus ride, I start feeling my <laughs> the tightness in my chest just to start building, and I'm going really, no, please, no. And so it's just, I couldn't help it. I was just getting fucking sick. And then you hear the rest of the bus start coughing and this nasty, oh, phlegmy cough. I didn't people. get anything from this guy, thankfully. I yeah. had this big thing of water I filled up, smart. so I was good to go. I wish I wouldn't have gotten that tea because I was just sick as fuck. And so we're getting into London, you know, 18 hours well, later. It's overnight, later. obviously, because yeah. we left at 6 at night, 18-hour train mm -hmm. ride. Do and the math. We were 45 minutes late, too, so it's close. It's over a 19 hour train ride. It was stupid. Bus ride. Bus ride. That's what I meant. Um, and yeah, so uh, we had like had to check through two different immigrations the one from. One out of the EU, yeah. one into the UK. Mm -hmm. Which went okay. Except. I'm fine, it just took a while. Yeah. And it's just, you're so tired and exhausted. Yeah. And, yeah. So then we took the the channel, channel, tunnel thing, channel, whatever. Channel, tunnel? The channel, tunnel, where it's like called? a huge train where even the entire big bus goes fit into. Yeah. And it goes Underneath yeah, over. the English channel, yeah. which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, and we get to London. We made our way into um, the city, yep. got out at the station. Mm-hmm. And then we tried and then to it was still more logistics take more trains to our Airbnb that we had booked. So yeah. once we so I still had my Oyster card from the last trip, so oh, I just yeah. topped it off. Mm -hmm. And I had bought a one-way ticket, which was like four fifty or four sixty, but that's pounds too. So you have to kind of do the conversion. And with uh, one train that costs, you know, six seven dollars, you're thinking that's kind of expensive. So the way to do it is the Oyster card because you don't get charged nearly as much. And you have a max, too. Yeah, it'll have so. a cap out for the day, which mm -hmm. I want to say is like 11 pounds. I think it's even less than that. Jacoby it? said it's like 8. Maybe it is. So, yeah, definitely do the Oyster cards when you're in London. I think they only cost 5 pounds. Yeah, it's and a 5 pound And if you want to return it, you can get the 5 pounds back. Mm -hmm. But I always keep mine because, I, I don't know, I love yeah. England. and I'm sure If we'll I was go back. to never go back, I would turn it back in but yeah that way i have it already for when i get back there like yeah what just happened i just mm -hmm. scanned it topped it off and i was good to go yeah i think because I... not every station offers oyster cards yeah so it's just handy to have but you can get them in shops all over town so. yeah i think they've uh, expanded 
their uh, availability. Mm-hmm. So anyways, we get to the Airbnb, we meet the host, she's really nice, and we meet a couple that's staying there too. Uh, so it's, I don't know, it was a little outside of the city, but it was definitely worth the trip there and back, and it was uh, definitely more affordable than doing hostels inside London. It yeah. was around 17, 17 pounds. pounds, yeah, I think. So it's like eight and a half pounds a person, which Where, was cheap. Yeah, whereas... For London, it's crazy cheap if we were to be doing the hostels in the city it was at least 21 pounds was the cheapest that we found yeah a person for a bunk bed for one bunk and, and so we had a private room which was nice yeah i was in a house where like another couple was staying and the host was also staying and i think her sister was there too yeah so it was a full house but uh, we slept on like a couch bed which wasn't the most comfortable no. but i mean for the cost and everything it was definitely doable yeah and it was, you know, the bathroom was nice. The the bathroom was really clean, actually. Yeah. And then the kitchen, you you know, you could make your own tea, cook your own food. Which there also was, saves you money. Yep. And there was a TV in the room, so we had, like, Netflix and shit that we could watch on the TV, which was nice. Because that was something that we weren't used to. You don't get that in the dorm rooms. You have to watch on your little phone or iPod. Yeah. Yeah. If the Wi-Fi even works in there. Yeah, that's true. Um, so then we were in London and we met up with our good old friend, Yakobi. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool that, um, she was able to take a little bit of time off. She cooked us a really good, like salmon and veggie and salad dinner. Um, one of the nights that we had met up and. Yeah. We went to her place for the evening and she did dinner yeah. for us. And... and it was also nice. It worked out because our Airbnb was one bus ride away from her. Yeah, Which, it was in the same area yeah. conveniently. So yeah. thinking of how big London is and how vast the networks of trains and buses and all that stuff, it was nice that there was like one bus that took us right Yeah, there. you didn't have to like take a bus and then catch another train and then catch yeah. another bus. It was just one bus and it was like 20 minute ride. Yeah, because there are many times that we've just tried getting from one end of town to the other end and it's like an hour or, or more With multiple and trains means and, of transportation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool, and uh, yeah, she actually took Carl down to Brighton, me and Carl down to Brighton for like yeah. a little uh, mini road trip. And I actually had a, another tattoo for another tattoo convention uh, booked, and I had a bus already booked, but mm -hmm. she had been thinking of, you know, having a plan to take us down there anyway, so yeah. I skipped the bus because I was like, well, road trip with you guys. And yeah. She was nice enough to take us down there and bought us coffee. Bought us coffee on the way, and she made us little sandwich lunches. Yeah, basically all dropped cute. me off, and I got all checked into my hostel. Mm-hmm. And then we had a, yeah, like a picnic on the beach. Yeah, yeah. So we were and, just, and we walked around the city a little bit, and then mm -hmm. went into a pub and got some chips or French fries, as we call them here. Um, and just hung out and kind of chatted for a bit, and then. Her and I left because, uh, yeah, we just didn't want to be driving too late at night. Yeah. Yeah. Which and, I understand. Yeah. So then once we had gotten back into the city, I just kind of went back because I was still dealing with my cold, which sucked. Yeah. Um, and so she called in an early night. I did too. And you had been in that hostel before your tattoo. Another yep. tattoo. Yeah. You were so just we had fitting walked. them in at the end. I was busy. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of logistics involved with yeah. 
how to get from here to there, downloading the map. It's just that just full wears on. you out as it is. There's yeah. so much yeah. mental space that needs to be taken up in order. Yeah. Like, well, to get there, the best way is the bus or the train because this, but this runs from this to this time, mm-hmm. and you need to get there. And in order to catch that, and this is well, and then when you get minute walk, there, you're, you're fucked. You're brutally beating your body up with needles. Like, yeah. I don't know how you did it at the end there. With headaches. Yeah, That's stressors. Oh, the stressors. <laughs> oh, the stressors. I swear, it is this reason, very reason why you have those. Probably. It is, because you're packing in so much crap. And then, not to mention the, like, the physical element of yeah. putting that amount of stress on your body. Hello. So, yeah, I was in this little hostel where kids were even living at, because I was talking to some one Guy was from Bangladesh, I think. And he'd been there for like a couple months, three months, I think. And then he was saying other people have been there for like four or five months. And mm-hmm. so there's a subtle little clique that was like hanging out together. And they obviously knew each other and were close by that time. So I felt like the third Intruder. wheel. Yeah. And I wasn't spending too much time there. I was just there for the tattoo. But... Yeah, when we were there with Jacoby, we walked around. I saw where that convention was being held, and so I knew where it was. It was like a 10-minute walk away from the hostel. So also convenient location. So yeah, the next day I went and got my other tattoo. <clears throat> Who'd you get tattooed by? Sneaky Mitch. <laughs> Super stoked on it. How loud was that? Not loud enough. Oh, not too bad. Cause you were yeah, he was a super nice guy, super nice guy, super stoked, really, like, uh, accommodating, and uh, it was uncomfortable given, you know, what he had to work with, but um, kept saying, anytime you need to get up and stretch, how you feeling, and how you doing, do you need anytime, you know, you need anything, just say something, uh, really nice guy, so... That's cool. It was a good experience. Yeah. Although the most painful thing, oddly, was my neck because the table was so hard. And I was having my arm done. I was had to lay on my stomach. And I felt like I was laying on a plank of wood. And after a while, it just my neck could not get comfortable. And, yeah, I felt pretty sore Yeah. after a while. Mm-hmm. You stayed there one more night and then came back the next day? Yeah, I caught yeah. a bus back the next morning. That's and, right. And we uh, both met at a different uh, hostel. Yeah. For our last night. Mm-hmm. Um, the weather in Brighton was also really nice. It was sunny. Yeah. Almost mm-hmm. warm well, during the, the day. The weather in London was nice and yeah, sunny and Which warm. was weird. We got there, like, we got lucky with the weather. Oh, there was an old awesome. night, too. Old Shillelagh? Oh, okay. Yeah. You wanted a good pour of Guinness. Because so I was looking out. forward to going to Dublin for Guinness and Irish fun. And I wanted didn't to work skip out. that country entirely because I haven't drank in almost two years. And I know that Guinness is my kryptonite when it comes to alcohol. So I didn't think I could avoid it if I went. I did look into where they were pouring good mm. Guinness in mm-hmm. London, which was way outside of the center. And I came with you because I thought there was going to be food involved. It said there was food. I swore I thought there was <laughs> food. Your voice just went, I said there was food. I swore there was like photos of you know, plates of food on the online. I think else? you're right because I r- remember. I swear I showed you. Well, I I remember overhearing somebody at the bar 
complaining to the people behind the bar saying, hey, there's food, you know, like, is there food? And she said no. And she like held up a jar of what she was eating. And she was like, this is all that we got for food. And they're like, well, your site shouldn't say that there is or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm okay with getting a tonic water, but I'm going to leave because I was hungry as fuck. And I did not want to be around Carl enjoying this delicious Guinness pour. Oh, they were so good. Yeah. I had three pints. Yeah, you came home drunk that night. Well, I also left and went somewhere else. And got four more well, I wanted to try this other beer that's uh, Brewdog is the brewery, and it's from uh, London. Mm-hmm. And there was a certain, it's like a citrusy IPA that I wanted to try. But it only came in a four-pack, so I bought a four-pack and drank that, too. So I wanted around Soho after that. And... Yeah, you came home pretty late. But I remember um, leaving the pub that we went to, you know... Uh, so I could get to Guinness, mm-hmm. walking through this park, and there was already, like, the spring grass growing, like, really vibrant, green. Clearly, it's, like, springtime. And I was like, oh, my God, spring's already happening here. It's only February still. And Yeah. 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 Anyway, that was kind of a recap in London, but... Oh, um, I actually... For- oh! Oh, oh! I forgot to mention that Yakobi and I, while Carl was getting his tattoo done that day... We had gone to Camden Town, and they have a big market street there. And so we went and checked out the whole market street, which was really cool. And uh, they actually have, uh, like, kind of food stalls that were set up. And that was awesome because we got some really good grub. And then I bought a couple cool rings, and we went and had some tea afterwards. (gasps) It was really good. <gasps> you got your good Guinness. I get my good tea. Oh, mm. I'll take the Guinness. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Then when I came back, uh, because Brighton, I think I've been told that it's the sunniest place in England. Mm. You know, on average, it has like the sunniest okay. days. Um, I was taking the bus back in the morning, and it was like warm. Like I had to wait in the shade for the bus. Why are we back on Brighton then? Because that's where I was. Oh, okay. After the convention. But then I'd remembered the old shillelagh oh, yeah, yeah, evening. Yeah. And I was like, okay. oh, yeah, we forgot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but boarding the bus, there was a shady fucking guy just, like, lurking around the bus area. Clearly not, clearly not catching a bus because he had no luggage or anything. And was just, like, staring around. Was standing awkwardly. He would, like, kind of waver with this weird stance and then he'd rush over to some other area and then just stand there he was a bag thief yeah for real Um, i think he was just waiting for someone not to be in front where the bags are under the bus and then him just while it's open and he could just like i've always thought of that too totally that's why i always want to sit on that side and then you just watch over and make sure someone doesn't run off with your bag there was a younger french couple that had also noticed him and the guy was like actually waiting on the bus but like by the door to mm-hmm. rush out in case and i was taking video of this guy and the french guy noticed me taking video and he was just yeah. like yeah, was, yeah you know motion Watch this, this motherfucker over here yeah and i was mm-hmm. like yeah this guy's super shady right mm-hmm. what the fuck is he doing he's not getting on the bus yeah he's just waiting. um it's the only bus there at the time and he'd been there for like an hour because i got there early crazy and he's just lurking yeah and so you know eventually the bus is full doors go down and as soon as the bus takes off he just like splits yeah 
So I was just like, yeah, for sure. That was, that was shady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I got the bus back to London again. And... Yeah, and that's where we kind of like met up at the newer hostel that we had booked for the one night before mm-hmm. our long journey uh, days travel journey home. Back home, yeah. And so that uh, that hostel is kind of crap. Again, it was, it was just it was booked because of the convenience of the location. Because it was, it was near the bus station where we needed to catch the following morning to catch a bus to Gatwick Airport. Mm-hmm. And that... It was just location. You could kind of tell that people were working slash living there too. Uh, some of, there some was, of the rooms were oof. open and it was fucking disgusting and the bathrooms were funky yeah they stunk very much so and so then there was we get into you know our room after having what was it the was this after the dinner with Jacoby we went back and we had to get shit ready yeah it was so we went out to our last supper with Jacoby at the Whitby Whitby what was it? Something whippy. It, was <laughs> it like sounds the, like you said whippy. The no. old whippy. The old whippy tavern. It's by the tobacco docks, mm-hmm. so it's definitely out of the city center. Yeah. Ways. And it's one. It's known as one of the oldest taverns along the Thames. Yeah. So it was pretty cool, and we had some good food. Fish and chips. I had a, a pot pie, or they don't call them pot meat pies. Pie. A meat pie. Yeah, yeah, I had fish and chips with a pint, which mm-hmm. was amazing. Yeah. I actually had another Guinness, but it wasn't as good as the other place. It wasn't as good a pour. Yeah. Um, but then I got a, a Brewdog IPA. Nice. Punk IPA. Yeah, and so we had a really pleasant evening with Jacoby. And yeah. And just kind of savored the last remaining... The last moments. Moments with her. Uh, we had said bye to her on the on the tube. Yeah, um, she kept going on one line, and we had to catch mm-hmm. another. So yeah, it's always bittersweet saying bye. Yeah, because we were excited to get home, but also you know it's hard leaving friends behind. So yeah, well that was that night. But when we got back to the the hostel, it was uh, it was weird because we get into the room and we're you know wanting to kind of pack all our stuff together, and there was one person in their bunk sleeping. It's like nine, and it was nine. And I think at this point, like, if you're going to bed that early, you should be with earplugs and a face mask or an eye mask. And you shouldn't care if other people turn the light on. I think that that's that's early enough to where if the entire room, you know, is all needing to get ready for bed, they should turn the light on. That's just where I'm at. Yeah, but we're nice. We are nice. So we took Sometimes. our shit awkwardly and went into the eating area to pack up all our stuff together. Yeah, and so this is a little trick that we do when traveling overseas so that we don't have to pay for two checked bags is that I take the bulk of my bag and Carl packs it into his big backpack. And so we check his one big backpack, and he has a little day bag that he has, like, his electronics in. The and stuff that I don't need taken out of my bag. So yeah. it's basically clothes. And, and then I kind of cinch my bigger backpack down to size. And so we... To qualify for a carry-on. Yeah, so we literally only have to check one bag, which is a lot cheaper when they charge you, like, 40 euros or something to... Yeah, it all depends. Yeah, it's crazy. So... 
Um, we were getting our bags ready for the morning and we had to do that in the kitchen. And then uh, later all the people in the hostel just like go in with their lights, you know, on their phones, like flashing around and trying to get ready and being all noisy and such. It was so, weird. It was like we went back uh, in and there was a group of four or something mm -hmm. and they go in first ahead of us and then see that this lady's sleeping. Yeah. And this one girl like motions with her finger up to her mouth like, shh. You know, but then she's got the light on her phone. She's flashing it, like, all in this lady's face. I'm like, well, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. you're quiet, but you're... You're totally you disturbing. disco strobe light flashing in this lady's face. Yeah. Like, weird. So that was... Uh, we didn't sleep a whole lot that night. Or at least I didn't. I didn't sleep for fuck at all. <laughs> for fuck at all. Yeah. Uh, I woke up at 4.30. We needed to leave by 5.30. And we caught the bus, which was two hours long to Gatwick. We had this spazzy little Spitfire fucking bus driver. He was stressing you out, but I couldn't he was. see him. So we got on the bus and we were right behind the driver. So I could see, you know, those people just like, like walk really fast and it's like, all right, get your bag. All right, get on. All right, you go here. Okay, let's go. Okay. All right, this is your stop. Are you getting on? You well, going I, to Gatwick? I think it was because he was running late. He was all stressed, too. And the traffic was pretty bad. We left, like, right on time. We did, but yeah. we were getting later and later. Yeah. Like, he was letting us know. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. We're 17 minutes behind right now. I mean, but there was this, but in an English accent. like, traffic scenario where this car, like, cut him off. And he started, like, honking. He's like, oh, yeah, cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Oh, yeah, thanks a lot. Cheers. And was, like, honking. and. Yeah. Just the way he was driving, I mean, it's, it like, I was scary. tired, but this guy was stressing me out. I was staying awake. Stressors. Stressors. <laughs> so, uh, so we got to Gatwick a little later than was, you know, but we intentionally got we gave ourselves this bus some time. to where if it was a bit later, we would still have enough time. Yeah. But when we get there and we check our bag, they go, oh, here you go. Here's your, you know, boarding pass. And this board's in like 15 minutes. And we're like, 15 fucking minutes? And we haven't gone through security. We haven't done any of this stuff. Because it did say uh, it boards at a certain time. But it said it was boarding like over an hour before it was supposed to depart. Yeah, which seems and Like usually weird. it's like 30 minutes. Yeah. You know, you board like 30 most. minutes yeah. before mm -hmm. and then, you know, get on and you depart. But yeah. I was like, why is it so fucking early? Yeah. And so we're kind of stressed. Like, I was we're like, like, oh, oh my God, well, we got to get to the gate. Yeah, then. let's go. And I had to pee horribly because we drank that huge coffee on the bus. And I wanted to fill my water bottle because it was going to be a long flight. And, and I, I knew also, that yeah. because of how cheap the flight was, they're probably not going to offer water. And so I, I wanted, wanted to, to get bring food, water on. too. So we're both like. Same. I was like, like oh, we, we can get some to eat. Yeah, there. we could get this and this and kind of prepare because the flight was going to be 10 hours. Nope, you're boarding in 15. Get to the fucking gate. So we're like rushing there. We get there, and they check you into what seems like a cell. So you're stuck in it's this... It's like a separate waiting room. For boarding. Like uh, closed off from the rest of the airport. Yeah, but it's like, like once... you're in there, you can't leave. They had two, three vending machines. One was ice cream. Like, give me a fucking break. Why do you have ice cream ben in Jerry's. there? Okay. But then another one was water and Coke. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe at least I can get a water. And then the other one was... Like snacks, 
which were like chips and candy. Insanely so you're like, great. overpriced. Oh, all of it was. So I'm like, okay, at least I'll get a water. I tried to look for a bathroom because I had to pee horribly. They didn't even have a bathroom in there. They had no bathroom, yeah. no drinking fountain. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. eat now and I'm not going to be able to fill my water bottle. Yeah. Son of a bitch. So I go over to the machine and I'm like, well, I do have some pounds left and I have to use them anyways because like the exchange, the you know, exchange places don't take coins. So I was like, okay, I have at least a couple pounds left. So I throw in a couple pounds to this vending machine. I select the water. It goes up to the water, grabs it, pulls it down, and then it shuts off and it goes out of order. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, this is bullshit. And so I go up to the front desk and I'm like, what do I do if, you know, your machine's out of order and I want water? And there were tons of people that kept going up to it wanting water because they probably didn't expect that they were going to get corralled and locked in a fucking cell before their flight. And no one could get anything. And he goes, oh, well, if you just call the number on there, they'll help you out. I was like, oh, great. So I don't have a phone with a SIM that's working. I but can't give them a call. They're not going to come. We're supposed to board this flight in less than an hour now. And... I know. And so Carl had brilliantly, like, kind of watched the machine for a while. And brilliant. it came. It, you were brilliant. And it came back on and he you was like, hey, it. it's working. And I was like, yes. And so I went over. But then you had to pay again. I had to pay again. So I paid fucking four pounds for water. For a little smart water. <laughs> smart. Well, small little so that's what, like water. six bucks US or something? Yeah, it's ridiculous. You're close to. But you know what? Because I'm sick and I have that phlegm shit and my whole throat was kind of getting dry and coffee and all that stuff, like I savored that water for the entire 10 hour flight. I was like, because, and then when you get on the flight, they charge you three pounds for water, anyways. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well. Insanely overpriced. Crazy, yeah. But I did buy a sandwich on the flight because it wasn't too bad. I think it was seven US and a coffee, which was three. So I paid ten dollars for a meal, and that was enough to get me through because I hadn't eaten at all. I like went straight to the bathroom on the plane once we boarded. And here was a weird thing: we sat on the runway or, or sat there at the gate waiting for people. An Who had hour, like connecting flights? An hour passed. What? I fell asleep waiting. Yeah. I nodded off. And then finally we were ready to go and the stewardess or flight attendant lady was like, hey, you need to buckle your seatbelt. We're ready to go now. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Are we still on the ground? What the That's fuck? That's crazy for me. Like, if you're going to miss your flight, aren't you just going to miss your flight? And then let's, you know. But I guess it kind of makes sense they made if up it's for connecting it in the air. flights. Yeah. And they probably don't want to end up paying those people back for their flights or yeah. reimbursing them for it. Yeah. So kind of makes sense. But it was an inconvenience, kind of shitty. Yeah, I didn't get anything on that flight. My cheap ass was like, nope. And then you even snuck some of my water when I was sleeping. And then I, I look so up thirsty. and I'm like, <laughs> I looked so up thirsty. at you and I was like, no, no. I was like, oh, she's sleeping. I can get a swig you of water. You sneaky bastard. I was so There thirsty. was so much of my water that was gone. I took too. one gulp. Your gulps are big. You're like a dad gulper and eater. Fuck you're like, that. give me a bite, give Fuck me a sip, that. and then you're like, and like take a huge old. You do. I did have you know some cereal bars that I had, so I did have some stuff to munch on, and I had some salted peanuts that smelled like farts when I opened the bag. <laughs> and then you started wafting it, so people thought, like right near me, so people thought I was farting. I was wafting the smell out of the bag into yeah. your face. I know that was great. Thank you. A peanut it's fart smell. There. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was uh, kind of 
an original. There was no region air for that 10 hours. That was no region air, but they did have free entertainment, which was nice. Yeah. That's more than we can say for the flight that was 14 hours that we took from Bangkok to Prague. So, so at least there was that. That kind of got us through. It did. Entertainment helps so much oh on those God, flights. Girl, Otherwise, you're tell just. Tell girl. Mm. Ew, who did you just turn into? I don't know. I'm getting um, over this. Yeah, I know, right? Like, so then we get to DIA, which is in Denver. Denver That's International Airport. Airport, thank you. And they're under construction. It's a kind of shit show, and we were really hungry, Total and we wanted show. to find a place, and then we got Tired, angry. Hungry, Tired. thirsty. We're just wanting to get home, and we're bitching at each other, and we're fighting an argument. Because yeah. we yeah. got up at, like, we didn't sleep well the night before, as well no. as we got up at, like, 4. Who knows when the last time we slept well was. And so we get through uh, all that crap, and then we get to security. The security line is long. It's fucked long. And then they stop us Although right... I... What? Go. I was going to say, they stop us like right when we get to the front, too. And they're like, oh, oh, this, the drug dogs are in the building. The drug dogs are in the building. We're like, what the fuck? So we got to wait like 15 minutes for this yeah. fucking dog to get here. And then the dog sniffs our asses while we walk by. And then we finally get through security and get to our gate and are ready to board, heading home to Boise, which was like only a two-hour flight at that point. God, all the while, like, my arm is wrapped from this fresh tattoo oh, yeah. and feels disgusting and swollen, and my hand looks like a fucking boxing glove. It started looking like the Michelin man's hand. Yeah, like you couldn't even see my knuckles. It, it was, was all rounded So he out. kept just, like, holding his big... Puffed My mitt. big puffy hand, I was like, bump it. He's like, bump it. Bump it. He's I like, like, I don't want to touch your gross hand. Yeah, get your fat hand away from me. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny, though. And um, I knew it was going to happen, too, because when I got the Teresa Sharp tattoo in Paris and came back, I had a similar wrap around oh, yeah, it. Arm and my arm big and bubbled lumpy. out so huge where it freaked me out, and I took the wrap off. Because yeah. I was like, what's happening? Oh, my God. My arm's going to explode. Yeah. Uh, then we finally get to Boise and meet up with your mama who came to the airport to pick us up. Yeah, your mom, my mom and, and Megan were waiting, mm -hmm. and then Martin ended up showing up. Uh, it was crazy out because there was actually a lot of snow that had just dumped a in Boise. A lot of snow. We definitely landed in a winter wonderland, and mm -hmm. everything was white, and yeah. there was a lot of snow. There was, yeah. So sure. it took Martin a bit longer to get there. He didn't actually see us walk out of the gate, which is what he was trying which was what he was trying to get there in time for. Yeah. Um, but he caught us as we were waiting for our bag to come around the carousel from the mm -hmm. baggage claim. Yeah, it was good to be home. Good to be back. But we so were nice. so tired and just exhausted. delirious and exhausted. So we kind of caught up a bit. And then, yeah, um, yeah basically Eminem went back home and mm -hmm. my mom drove us back to my our house. neck of the woods. Yeah. Through the snow and all that. And so we got to the Greer house. But the house. air was just clean. I remember yeah. getting out of the airport and just being, you know, you could feel the cleanliness of the air compared yeah. to where we had just been. Definitely. But we get back to my house and we greet my fam and our little puppy, Sophie. She was so cute. We hadn't seen her for a while. And it's always just fun to surprise animals. Yeah. And then... We kind of yeah, took me ways. home, and obviously we went back to our house. We stayed there, and yeah, very much so. Look forward to a shower. Yeah, that was nice. And different clothes. Oh my god. Yeah. 
Yeah. So now that we've been back a week now, it's just been kind of a, you know, it's an always, adjustment. Yeah, it's always an adjustment getting home after travels for an extended period. So, but it's been good. It's been uh, we're just kind of been rejuvenating ourselves with yeah, family, friends, family, sleep, friends, proper sleep, some food, some yeah. good food. So, yeah. Oh my God! My mom made a whole Thanksgiving dinner the yeah. other night, mm -hmm. which was to amazing. She went full it. out and made a whole Thanksgiving turkey dinner, She's such a which goose. was incredible. Yeah. I was like, "Really? That's gonna take all day?" She's like, "I know, I know but I like She's to like, do whatever. it." I, yeah. I was like, oh "Which my was God. awesome." It was awesome. We had a day where we went up to the hot springs, which mm -hmm. was like a ninety-minute drive into the woods, into oh, nature. Nature. Surrounded by snow, next to a river. I missed you. It was so nice. We saw a ton of animals. We saw elk, deer, uh, fox, fox, like tons of birds deer. of prey. Yeah, it's it was awesome. There's a bunch of snow easy. out. It was a nice sunny day with clouds. Yeah. And oh. It's so nice. It's so good to be back. Yeah. We had a cool sushi dinner night at my my house, and my parents went all out and made us a whole bunch of sushi, and hung out with the nephews and my brother and sister. It was awesome. So yeah, yeah, good time. It's been good catching up it's and seeing good. family. And we're gonna friends. go bowling tonight with friends too, which yeah. will be good. Yeah. So we're back home. Yeah. We're not working yet, but we. Have, have this plans. Week, have plans on that uh, food cart mission, food truck, food trailer, something. We got shit on our list of things yeah. to do and where to go. Still yeah. unwinding, catching up mm -hmm. on sleep and working on, you know, seeing certain people. So yeah. one thing at a time. Yep. So we're back in the Boise area. If you guys want to meet up or chat or whatever. We'll be Hit here us for a while. Up. Yeah, we'll be here for a while. So you can send us either emails or messengers or whatever. Messengers. Messengers. I'm stressors. about ready to wrap this. <laughs> yeah, stressors. All right. Yeah, let's pull the plug already. Let's do it. All right. We love you guys. Good to be home. We're going to be doing past casts from here on out, but there's still lots of stories to tell. So Yeah, we're not even halfway through that trip. Nope. All right. Stress. Yeah. <laughs> okay, see you guys later. Love y'all. If you liked what you heard, subscribe to our podcast. If you feel inclined, leave us a comment or review. Tell someone you know who might enjoy to have a listen. And feel free to share on your choice of social media. If you want to know more about us or see any photos of our travels, you can check out our website at trailofbeans.com. We also have a Facebook page where you can follow us on our upcoming adventures and get updates along the way, which can be found by searching at symbol the bean trail. If you'd like to support our travels and help ensure the continuation of this podcast, you can do so by contributing through our Patreon page. Just visit patreon.com and search for Beanstalk Travel Podcast. Each donation is greatly appreciated and gives you an inside look at a day in the life backpacking abroad. We'll be back next week. Same beans. Same pod. Cat.